Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. You are listening to John Gerica on SAFM. I just try to go to that website and it says the site can't be reached. So we just double checking with Benjamin Shefu, uh, the founder of Horizontal Gravity, exactly what their website is. We'll get him to text that to us. Uh, as soon as we know what it is, we will let you know so you can go have a look as well. Uh, don't forget, WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And you can always call on 011-714-2006. Let's learn about things together. Well, you probably know more about this than I do because I know nothing about this and I didn't even know where the thyroid was. I'm going to admit to you right now, I didn't know where the thyroid was. It's it's just one of those things that you hear people talk about and you go, oh, okay, uh, thyroid problem. You go, okay, I don't know what it is. You always wondered why the doctor checks your neck? They're checking your thyroid. Let's find out more with Professor Michael Herbst, health specialist and patient advocate at the Cancer Association of South Africa. Prof, thanks very much for joining us. Good evening to you and to everyone listening in this evening. I know it's been Thyroid Awareness Month. I'm very unaware of it. So at the beginning, what is the thyroid? Where is it and what does it do? Yes, you know, you were hitting the nail on the head when you said, you know, the doctor looks at your neck. It's most probably he's looking for a thyroid. Mm-hmm. The thyroid is in the neck, but it's way down low in the neck, actually just below the Adam's apple. Okay. That's important to remember. And when you feel the Adam's apple, that's not the thyroid. Yeah. Normally, if there's no problem with the thyroid, you can't feel it at all. And it's like a butterfly-shaped organ, and it has the two wings on each side of the air pipe. So that's where the the, uh, thyroid is situated. And unfortunately, you know, the general problems of the thyroid is is not my area of expertise. Mm. So I've decided that we will only talk about one problem (laughs) uh, relating to the thyroid, and that will be thyroid cancer. Okay. So uh, just so, I mean, I know you're not an expert on this, but it influences metabolism, growth and development and body temperature. uh, And then there's other big words that I don't understand. Yeah, it affects the heart and and, and everything. So it's a very... It it, it releases hormones Mm. into the bloodstream that affects many, many organs uh, throughout the body. Okay. So thyroid cancer, I'm imagining, is uh, a a difficult thing because it, it affects so much of the body. Yes. Now, I think it's important, you know, because many people don't even really know what cancer is. Okay. Cancer is the abnormal multiplication of abnormal cells. You know, normally, cells in our body, they only live for a period of time, they die, and they disappear, and they are replaced by new cells. Mm -hmm. But when something goes wrong in the DNA of the cells, and they would call it in, in big term we talk about a mutation but that is just an abnormality in the dna and it gives the cell the uh, inclination to not wanting to die and it just keeps on multiplying and keeps on multiplying now that's only one characteristic of cancer the second characteristic is that these abnormal cells can actually infiltrate cells around itself And then thirdly, which is very, very important, cancer cells can move through the bloodstream or the lymphatic system to distant parts of the body. So those are the three things before we can call something cancer.
Now, according to the stats in front of me, it says about half of the people over the age of 40 have a thyroid nodule. What's a nodule? Well, a nodule is, in big terms, again, we talk about something is cancerous or it is benign. Mm -hmm. And benign means it is not cancerous at all. So it's a non-cancerous little nodule, and it can sometimes be felt if you know exactly what you're looking for. Mm But nodules needn't be an indication of any serious health problem. Okay, so I'm imagining, especially over the age of 40, you've got to go and see the doctor once a year. They will check to see if there's a nodule or something on your thyroid. What happens if they find one? Well, you know, there's always a a wonderful treatment uh, that can be done. But if they find a nodule by feeling over the area of the thyroid, That's not a diagnosis in itself. The doctor will definitely also do some scan of one or other sort Mm -hmm. so that he can get a picture to see the density of the nodule and they can, in uh, CT scans, they can actually differentiate between non-cancerous and cancerous cells. But the story doesn't stop there. The doctor will also take some blood samples to see how the thyroid gland is functioning, what hormones are being uh, secreted by the uh, thyroid, and are they within normal limits. And only once that has been done, Mm. he may even go or she may even go further and do a biopsy. Now, a biopsy is where we uh, can take a tiny piece of tissue from the suspected area and it is sent to a laboratory where a specially trained uh, medical practitioner who is called a pathologist will look at the cells under a microscope and can actually identify what type of cancer and whether it is cancer or not. Okay, then there's the the big C word. This is now suddenly, Prof, this is your expertise. Can thyroid cancer be treated? Yes, it can be treated. And, uh, you know, the normal uh, types of treatment that we have with cancer, it will be chemotherapy, it will be, or it could be radiation therapy, it could be surgery, or it could be a combination of one or more of those. And then lately, I'm sure that your listeners have heard about immunotherapy. Mm -hmm. And there are wonderful immunotherapy drugs coming onto the market for various types of cancer. And these uh, immunotherapy drugs don't have the severe side effects of chemotherapy. So the side effects are far less and it stimulates the immune system of the body. That's why it's called immunotherapy. It stimulates the immune system of the body and that then targets and attacks the cancerous cells and helps to cure the cancer. The unfortunate side of immunotherapy is that it is still very expensive. Mm. And not all the immunotherapy drugs are available in South Africa yet, but even if it's not available here, it can still be imported by making your doctor making an application to SAHAPRA, which is the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority. It's the old, uh, in the days gone by, we just spoke about the uh, Medicines Control Council, but it's now called SAPRA. 
Yeah, we all know about and South Africa. And they can import these medicines if yeah. they're not freely available in South Africa. Yeah. Sapra became famous with the, the COVID-19 vaccination. We all know about Sapra at the moment, yeah. Uh, That's right. Yes, the people must have heard about it. <laughs> uh, how many... Well, how prevalent is this, Doc? Is this something that, uh, sorry, Professor, is this something that we should worry about if you're over the age of 14? And, and, you know, there's so many other things that we've got to worry about. Uh, We've got testicular cancer and colon cancer and cancer of the lungs. Is this just another thing that it's like, oh, please, just not another cancer? Before we talk about the, the numbers, let me just tell you that women are three times more as exposed to develop thyroid cancer than wow. men okay so uh, ladies should take a little bit note but fortunately it's not a, a very uh, a prominent cancer in the sense that there are thousands of people being diagnosed of it in south africa now the latest statistics that we have and they were only released about two months ago mm-hmm. is the 2019 statistics and according to those cancer statistics, about two people are diagnosed in South Africa every day with thyroid cancer. But okay, for every uh, 10 uh, people diagnosed with uh, thyroid cancer, three times many more of them will be female than hmm. uh, males. Hmm. And then the numbers, I said, you know, uh, let's just stick to about two a day are diagnosed in South Africa. Okay. Uh, is it, you, you were talking about the therapies. If if you have to take it out, is, is, is that something you do? You, you remove the thyroid completely? Is that a thing that can be done? Well, it all depends on, you know, if, if there's a cancer only in the one half of the thyroid, they can only remove the one half. Okay. Or one section of a half can be removed. Uh, the surgeon will not remove unnecessarily any healthy tissue because we need as much of the thyroid tissue to stay behind to produce the normal uh, hormones that the body needs. Because if we can do that, it really reduces the different types of hormones that must be taken into the body to keep the normal uh, functioning uh, or to replace the normal functioning of the thyroid gland. Prof, we're talking about all the doom and gloom. How do we stop it? How do we try and prevent thyroid cancer? Well, let me first tell you the following. And this is a message that no matter what type of cancer I talk about, that is we have to know our bodies. And you've got to know your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And don't be shy to explore your body and to really get to know it. You know, we we, we teach women that they must do a monthly breast self-examination and men should do it too because men can also get breast cancer we also teach a a young boys uh, from about the age of 15 and up uh, because that is the from 15 to 49 is the age group mostly for testicular cancer we teach the young men how to do a testicular self-exam it's all part of knowing your body and if anything is different today than it was last week or last month, Mm. have it seen to. Don't be shy to report it. And this is where men very often fail the test. Yes. Because we believe the hunter cannot be hunted. Uh, Cowboys don't cry and all these terrible things that uh, prevents men from seeking health care. Please, if there's something different today, 
have it seen to because an early diagnosis means early treatment and your chances of remission, which is a total cure, uh, is just so much increased. Uh, Prof, somebody wants to know what the side effects of chemotherapy are and is there a cause of thyroid cancer? Unfortunately, you know, the, the cause of thyroid cancer is not all that well known. Uh, it is just that it seems that uh, something just goes wrong in the DNA structure of the cells in many parts of the body and they just start getting out of control. Mm. The same thing also with thyroid cancer. There isn't always symptoms. So it can be very hard to, to detect and even to diagnose. And that is why I told you if the doctor suspects mm. anything wrong with the thyroid, he will palpate it, he will feel it, he will do a scan or she, or will do blood tests, uh, take a, a biopsy, a tissue sample. But if it really becomes a major issue, people will normally find a lump in the neck. But not all thyroid nodules are big enough to cause even a noticeable lump. And that is why one should feel and know your body very well that if there's something here that is maybe even the side of a split pea and maybe even a grain of rice that you Hmm. feel uh, which was never there, have it seen to. That is really very, very important. Like you said, if it's different tomorrow, have it checked out. It's not going to hurt. Prof, another question. Um, uh, Would would the professor recommend the use of weed or marijuana instead of chemo? You know, this is a story that comes up every day. And unfortunately, we have so many oral uh, reports about the wonderful effects of... uh, CBD, uh, cannabis oils, Mm. and smoking duck on everything. We have never seen a clinical trial in the use of any of the uh, cannabis products. So, no, I will never recommend that. We know that uh, cannabis can stimulate somebody's uh, appetite. So it it may be of some assistance for somebody who's, uh, you know, having a debilitating disease and is really losing weight a lot and not eating well. That may help. But we know that there are other medicines that are safer to use. The same thing, many people will tell you that it controls the pain. Mm -hmm. There are much safer other things that can also control pain. Smoking dacha, of course, is totally out. Uh, because smoking dacha is the same as smoking tobacco. And we know all the harms that can be done to the body by smoking. And the same applies to smoking dacha. Uh, Prof, you said there were no studies. Have there no studies been done or there have been no studies to show that it helps with cancer? Well, you know, the thing is uh, to do a clinical trial. And this is part of the things that makes very often medicines so expensive. You have to do clinical trials, uh, very often double-blind trials, where you have two groups of people who one will be getting the medicine and the other one will be getting a placebo. Mm. And that is a placebo is just a nice scientific word that we use where they get something uh, which is just little sugar granules all lumped into a little lump. And uh, 
the patient doesn't know what he or she is receiving. And then they do regular tests over a period of time, and it costs a lot of money because the medicine must be given freely to the people who are participating in the clinical trial, and then all the reports are written up. And uh, the people who are doing the, the or controlling this uh, clinical trial, they don't even know who's mm. receiving active medicine and who's receiving the placebo or just uh, sugary water or whatever. They don't even know themselves. It is only the allocation of maybe a different number for the patient that will eventually, at the end of it all, the people will be divided into who received the medicine and who not. And this is very extensive. All clinical trials must also be reported to the health authorities of every country uh, where the clinical trial takes place. And it costs a lot of money. And people who are really selling CBD products, cannabis oils and all this type of thing, they're more interested in the money that they're getting in by, and by just selling uh, the medicines rather than doing clinical trials. Very quickly, we're going to take a voice note for you to answer, Prof. If you can squeeze it in, let's take this voice note quickly. Uh, John, good evening. I just want to find out uh, whether goiter has something to do with the thyroid. Uh, goiter, that swelling of the thyroid and so forth. Mostly common in females. It has to do with the thyroid, uh, that goiter. Yes. All right, Prof, uh, go ahead. Is, uh, goiter is definitely part of a thyroid problem, but it's normally not really a problem as far as cancer of the thyroid is concerned. It is more of the other health uh, problems that can happen to the goiter, and a uh, goiter means an enlarged thyroid gland. But yes, you are correct. A goiter refers to one of the uh, problems of the thyroid gland. Professor Michael Herbst, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks very much for educating us. Have a lovely evening and thank you very much for having me on your program. Professor Michael Herbst, health specialist, patient advocate at the Cancer Association of South Africa. Hopefully you learnt as much as I did. It was fascinating. That's the program. Thank you very much uh, for joining me. John in for Lesejo. I'll be in for him again. Uh, it's not for Lesejo. Sorry, that's the producer. Songezo. Lesejo is the producer. Kanye also produced. Finney is pushing the buttons today. Late Night Conversations is next, so stay close for that. That's coming up after the news at 10 o'clock. Uh, uh, Patricia will be looking after you until midnight. Uh, fresh approach, it says, to presenting various mandated topics. Health, science, environment, education, law, all of that coming up. Late night talk. It's the best on radio. Have yourself a lovely night. The book reading is up next. I'll see you tomorrow.